What does this thing do? I have my thoughts, but only one of our deceivers actually knows the truth. You can tell us who you think it is by voting along in the chat. Let's find out who's telling the truth and who is a chump. Welcome to Chump, the new Rooster Teeth game show all about lying. Thank you, John, for starting that. He's so proper. Uh, yeah, Very nice great. of you. Yeah. I'm your host, Jeremy Dooley. And uh, like I said in the intro there, one of our deceivers actually knows what this thing does. Is that deceiver number one, Gusarola? They, yeah, they, <laughs> were they did that. Golf clap. Is that deceiver number two, Sam Mitchell? What? Better, better, or is it deceiver number three, John Reisinger? Yeah! <laughs> that, was, that was so hard. It's so sad. I applauded you. I know, I'm sorry. Only two people can answer that question of whether or not they're lying or telling the truth. The first being today's contestant, Gavin Free. And she'll let them off the at me. <laughs> that, that's, they are probably 100% laughing at you. I like they put a clap in after it. <laughs> uh, the other person who can guess whether or not they're lying or telling the truth is you, the audience. You're actually a contestant on this show. It's a three-team game show, I guess you could say. Deceivers versus contestants. Three-way. Nice. Versus a, it's a three-way. Yeah. Thanks for being here, guys. First episode. I Thanks for having me, yeah. Jeremy. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're all new to the... We've done a lot of test episodes. You're all new to it, except Sam. Yeah, yeah, I did a couple <laughs> tests. Yeah, they were fun. You've done, yeah. a, you've done a couple. I've never done one, actually. I don't I'm know what I'm doing. Now. Don't worry. I'm Sam is awesome minute. at lying, by the way. I'm just uh, warning no, you. No, I'm not doing it right <laughs> now. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start things off. So first thing, got to find out what this does by playing a game called What's This Do? <laughs> are creative with the name <laughs> like of these names. Games. I mean, listen, they only get better. My favorite thing, Jeremy, is that I can see the Remy Tim colors bouncing off your head in the, in the monitor. How's <laughs> it going? It's now, like, th it's like, this was originally me. This had facial hair. And we were, and we were like, mm, let's just make it's it. It's like Michael Bay films always have that teal and orange tinge. Everything that has to do with, with uh, Jeremy has to have the purple. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's how this game works. Uh, only one of our deceivers actually knows the purpose of this item. Gavin must decide who really knows what the object does and who are just making up purposes for that object at the end of the game. Now, you, the audience at home, you are going to be able to vote for who you think is telling the truth by using in the chat either hashtag Gus, hashtag Sam, or hashtag John without an H, because that's how he spells it. Yes. And uh, if you're not watching live, all right, that's the only way that you can actually play along and vote. Don't be doing this in the YouTube comments because it won't work. Uh, you got to tune in at 5 p.m. Central Time every Wednesday on Rooster Teeth first if you actually want to play. So, Gav, after you hear what they think the item does, you're going to get three questions to each person, okay, to kind of make them elaborate and... and Learn more about it. So uh, while they're telling us, you can go ahead and get a closer look at that if you'd like. Uh, we're going to start with Gus. Gus, that thing, what the heck is it? That is uh, something you use to clean toilet bowl brushes. Use it to clean toilet bowl brushes. I wish I didn't handle it as much as I did. Uh, that one looks new, though. I'm, oh, sure okay, yeah. I'm sure you're fine. Never been used, Gav. Brand spanking new. Stick your nose in there. Sam, do it. That right there is a garlic peeler. A garlic peeler. Little kitchen item. And finally, John, what does it do? Uh, Gus was close, not quite there. It's actually used to clean your dog. 
clean your dog. <laughs> your dog. All right. It is used to clean your dog. Um, so, Gavin, like I said, you get three questions to each person. If you correctly guess who's telling the truth at the end, you get a point. Audience, if you correctly guess, you get a point. And uh, you guys get a point for however many people don't get it right. So you have a maximum of two nice. that you can get. Gab, do you know who you want to start with? I think I'll start with John. Okay. Okay, so did I pick your interest? Did I pick your interest? Whenever you're ready, go for it. Which piece of the dog does this clean, John? <laughs> Where does the dog go? Um, Keep it right at G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally, it's not what you're thinking, dirty boy. Um, it's... <laughs> Never called you dirty boy before. <laughs> it's for um, you know, like uh, uh, it's it's it's. I, you haven't had a dog before. You're a cat person, yes? I have had a dog. Okay. Hard part of cleaning dogs is getting them to let you clean their paws, and so you stick their paw in there, and it cleans their paws. That was the most roundabout way I've ever heard <laughs> of saying paw. He <laughs> <laughs> just said, "What part of the dog do you clean?" Went. Well, you've. I gotta create my story here, dog. okay? I gotta <laughs> inform him what the thing does. Just like he clarify. might not know right. what a dog's paw is. <laughs> Sorry for, you know, for, paws, for right? creating a rich environment here. John, it's, I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, Gus. To Thanks. clarify. Can we give a point to Gus right now? Am I able but to do this? This isn't your show. show. Oh, okay. clarify. <laughs> Stop giving points. Let me just clarify. So I'm taking my dog leg <laughs> and shoving it. And the paw will Stop get clean. Stop doing that. Give that. Give that. Everyone, give that right now. Take this. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, you had it right. It's just like, it's that, you know. And then you pulled out, and they got a clean paw. Sure, man. I'm gonna give you one more question on that. Yeah. Go for it. What do you got? Does that count as a question? To clarify. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, it depends on how good your next one is. I feel like it's not gonna be great. <laughs> what you want? Stop it. What, do you pour any liquid inside that when you clean the dog? Or I mean, do you, do, you, do you wash your animals dry? <laughs> Is that a sarcastic yes? I'm saying that, yeah, of course, there's going to there's gonna be, like, water and soap in here okay. that will, like, you know, gush. Or you could probably, like, <laughs> gush. gush. Let's not use that word. <laughs> you're going to gush your dog I'm never going to imagine off. what that would sound like. <laughs> you sound like, doing it. It'll sound like a clean dog is what it'll sound like. <laughs> clean yeah, dog. that's the sound of a clean a dog. A clean dog. Yeah. All right, All right, so those are your questions for the, uh, the dog cleaner. Who do you want to go to next? I'll go to Sam next. Next. All right. Go to Sam next. Sam, remind us what that thing did. Garlic peeler. Garlic peeler. All right. Do well, you, people are starting to believe John, though. Let's go. Yeah, on. they are. Because I'm telling the truth. Do you just shove in the whole garlic? No, no, no. You have to like break it apart because you know, like a whole garlic's not going to do anything. And yeah. like, I don't know how well it works. It's one of those ads seen on TV things, so you can never guarantee it. But yeah, I guess you put all the garlics in there, and then you shake shit out of it, and you know, it gets off all those little like the milly like outside layers mm -hmm. of it. So yeah, that's how it's supposed to work. Slam it down. And then yeah. And, uh, you have garlic. as a contestant, you can always say, I have no further questions. But uh, <laughs> that's your way of saying you have a shitty answer. Well, explain to me this. Um, if a garlic is this big when you've separated all the bits out, why is the container this big? Well, you can throw multiple garlics oh, in there. So you're doing It's just you have to break them up from the, like, the main clove or whatever you call a garlic. Head. The head. The head. Yeah. The head, yeah. thank you. Head yeah. into cloves. You put yeah. multiple cloves. Yeah, you can break them off from the head and then throw like a dozen cloves in this in case you're making some real garlicky cloves. lasagna. Smash it down. Lasagna. I do like yeah, a lot of. Like <laughs> I do like a lot of garlic. Oh man, yeah, I want to stink good. after a good lasagna. <laughs> Why so would you so have Italian food if you're not going to get garlic? Yeah. The yeah. operation is. Oh, so I, I kind of have two more questions. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll allow like, that. So, I, so you're saying it's like a shake, and that is the, the operation of shaking it is what does it. 
The thing says you're supposed to put it in, slam it down, and then you shake it for like, I think it says like 30 seconds or a minute, and then you slam it down, and then when you move it over, the skin is light, so it stays on the inside, but the garlics are heavier, so they come through the thing. You answered you my garlic. other question, which was gonna be what are the top pit, pits? Yeah, for um, moving it, and then... Slide. Excellent. I guess it gets all the skins in the garlic. You answered two questions with one answer. Yeah, that yeah. Was, well, perfect use of questions <laughs> and I answer. answer a question. That's Which what means I do. All that's living. left is Gus. So please hand it to Gus. And Gus, remind us what that was. This cleans toilet bowl brushes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you prevent? Okay, so you've you've wiped the the fecal out of the <laughs> toilet. Right. Giving yeah. it a little shake. You have right. a fecus brush, and then you're then shoving <laughs> it into mm -hmm. that. Yeah. He can't which, help himself. Which Wait, how many out. questions are you asking? You keep asking questions here. I just yeah. realized I answered like three. He's painting a <laughs> picture. You said yeah like three times. Yeah, 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 yeah. My question is how do you avoid the little springies inside flicking the fecal water <laughs> into your face when you're shoving the brush down? Well, you wait till it's dry. Oh, that's so. So, so a dry a dry brush goes in. Right. Because you're right. Wet, that would be a problem. It's going in the wet toilet. Yeah. Stand there for three hours. Well, you. And, <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm answering questions. I'm being too, I'm being too nice here. What's your where question? You, where do you put your brush after you're done cleaning it? Do you not have a holder for it or something? Yeah, a little... You can also leave it here to dry, idiot. Okay. Why don't you say that? There's another question. Yeah, because you use it when it, I said you use it when it's dry. <laughs> yeah. How, how many questions do I have left? I'll, I'll, you I'll, give, so I'll many. give you one. Negative four is what you one. have left. Negative four. Would you use this product? Absolutely, I've never owned one. You know how I am so terrified of germs. Yeah. All right, the germaphobe wants the uh, toilet brush cleaner right there. Mm -hmm. Or maybe John wants the dog hand washer. Or uh, maybe Sam wants dog the garlic hands. peeler. Dogs don't have hands. Dog paws. <laughs> they have hands, they have dog hands. All right, so uh, the polls are changing around a bit. Now before we get any final answers, I'm gonna just kinda get a feel from Gavin on what he's thinking, but here's my reminder to you, the audience at home right now, all right? This is the final chance to get your votes in. If you want your votes to count, you really think you know who it is, go for it, last chance. Gav, initial thoughts on it. Well, I've just looked at the audience percentages. Are they voting for who's telling the truth? Yeah. Well, that's thrown me. Well, oh, oh so <laughs> maybe we shouldn't be showing you. that. <laughs> you don't let them influence you. No, no, I'm just shocked. Yeah. I'm just shocked. Well, why? Well, why? Because what do they seem to be leaning right now? Uh, they're leaning towards John being the truth teller with his dog hands. And, but, dog you're, hands. but you're not, it sounds like you're not convinced. No, I don't know what that would do. The, uh, uh, like a wet wipe wouldn't. <laughs> Are there any holes that you're poking in, in anyone else's logic here? Uh, I think everything that Gus said was utter bollocks. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's pretty clear to Gavin. Gavin, uh, you hurt me. <laughs> I feel like in that both... That was the like, harshest way to say, oh, I don't believe Gus I've ever heard. <laughs> like, in both scenarios, if you put a shitty brush or a muddy dog paw in there, you're just going to be smearing mud and shit around the thing <laughs> you just put in there. Like, <laughs> Listen, modern problems require modern solutions. Okay, right. sure. Arguments among the deceivers. All right, before we get Gavin's final answer, we need to look at what the audience officially said. So we've closed the polls, and it's time to see what they said. They are going with John, 43%. Uh, actually, pretty close. Gavin is blown away by that. All right, so uh, audience, you have gone for John Reisinger. Gavin, it's time for you to lock in your answer. Who is telling the truth? I believe Sam is telling the truth. You believe Sam is telling the truth that this is a garlic 
peeler, and that's locked in and everything. You good with that? Uh, I will lock that in. That is locked in right there. Well, I can reveal that the actual purpose of this item is to clean a dog's paw. John Reisner was telling the truth. So, uh, that, that makes no sense. Look at that thing. I didn't make it. <laughs> right. John didn't invent it. He's just telling you what it did. I, that is mental. Can we get I a actually think that would work. Can I think that try? would work actually pretty well. I think, like, I think you got a big old too. dog's paw and they're really hard to like get let them Why like clean, clean it out. I mean, I, Sam's making a good point. Oh, it well, probably I mean, gonna oh, the whole thing comes out. Oh, oh that blew yeah. my mind right there. I didn't oh. want to fuck with it too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh. There you go. Okay. Oh, maybe. Well, I, I mean, my dog will be having none of that. I'm shoving his paw. You mean your cat? Well, you can probably stick half a cat in there. <laughs> um, so that means at the end of that, the audience got it right. Gavin got it wrong, which means the audience gets a point and the deceivers get a point. Yeah, I'm really good at telling the truth. Yeah, sounded like it, a yeah, lie. You know what? That's right. That, the garlic thing seemed believable because... I've seen, it's like fiddly as hell, and they're, they're, there's always like kitchen yeah. shit in there too. I've seen people like shake things to break up garlic yeah. and, and stuff like that. The only but, thing that threw me off was like, why would it be so big? The thing that threw me off is, did you feel the bristles on that? They were thick as hell. You think garlic's gonna slide through that? I was like, really like, okay, that was a good line. Hey, this episode of Chump is brought to you by the Rooster Teeth Store. The Rooster Teeth Store has amazing new merch that just launched over the weekend, including Achieve. Batman, Jeff X, Todd Francis, Griff, and Ruby Sketchbook. All awesome collections. They're all amazing. Uh, you know, I got this Jeff shirt. Jeff always has some great merch in store if you can get it in time because it sells out real quick. Be sure to get your orders in by December 16th to ensure delivery by December 24th. That's Christmas Eve, the 24th, all right? It's the day before Christmas for people who celebrate Christmas. Or don't. That's just a fact for you. Uh, there's all kinds of fantastic gifts for any Rooster Teeth fan in your life. Yes, even the Funhouse ones, or as we call them here, heretics. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, yeah, all right, so good. Gavin's trailing at the end of the first game, but a lot of points can be made up in this second game called Pushing the Envelope. That's right, a lot of points are up for grabs here. There's three points up for grabs for the deceivers, three points up for the audience, and four points up for Gavin. So oh, damn. You can actually fully catch up right here. So uh, each of our deceivers has an envelope in front of them, or a folded up piece of paper, rather, that was maybe once in an envelope. Uh, and that has true facts about each of our deceivers on it, one about each of them. However, we jumbled them up, switched them around, and they'll be reading these facts that could be about them or it could be about someone else standing here. Then we give Gavin 60 seconds to question each person about this amazing event. And uh, they'll either make up the answers or just tell a crazy true story about themselves. Now, the voting on this one's gonna go a little different for the audience instead of uh, names and stuff like that. You're gonna tell us how many deceivers are actually telling the truth by either saying hashtag zero, hashtag one, or hashtag three, because there can't be two people telling the truth because where did the third lie come from? It's math, people. It's just math. If you get it right, uh, then you get three points automatically. It's that easy for you. Gavin, you just need to tell me at the end each person, if they're telling the truth or if they're lying, and if you think that they're liars, whose story belongs where. So, Got it. Uh, one point for each person you get right, and then an extra point if you get all the <laughs> stories correct. And then, uh, deceivers, you get a point for each one of you Gavin gets wrong. Great. That simple. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. How many points do we get for being cute? Uh, I don't have that power yet, because this is our first episode. 
So I, I can't award any points for cuteness, <laughs> and I'm very sorry. Okay, so one at a time, the deceivers are going to open their envelopes and read their fact, possibly for the first time. Gus, what is the amazing fact about you? I got out of a speeding ticket just by telling the cop a sad story. Okay. Sam? I had a limited ability to see the future when I was in high school. <laughs> future seer in high school. And finally, John Reisinger? I was once mistaken as a gay prostitute by a persistent lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so that, Is it rude those, to say that's very believable? Those are your stories. I don't know. It's up to you. So uh, <laughs> you're going to get 60 seconds per person to get a bit more facts about each person. Uh, who do you want to start with on this one is a big question. I'll start with Sam. All right, so you're starting with uh, Sam. So real quickly, Sam, just remind <coughs> us what it was. In high school, I had the ability to see the future. Well, okay. you can say future, more like premonitions, I would say. Okay. All right, well, don't give away too much. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> okay, so 60 seconds are going to go on the clock. Gavin, ready, set, go. What did you see in the future? What, okay, I saw a, lo a couple things. Mainly, I saw a big family fight coming. I saw a girlfriend breaking up with me, which, to be fair, was pretty easy to see in hindsight. Harold <laughs> <laughs> saw. Yeah, and then I saw Chad and April getting married. And uh, how did you see these things? It was dream style. It was dream style. You woke up remembering these dreams. Yeah. And it all came true. You ever, you ever see anything that didn't happen? Well, I mean, they are dreams. Occasionally, yeah, it's just some wild-ass shit happening. Like, you've had dreams, I'm sure. So you fully believe it's future-seeing and not coincidence? Yeah. I uh, mean, because they were, like, spot-on how it happened. So uh, how the, the Chad thing? What did you see in your, in your dream? Uh, I saw it was, like, there was a lake, because we lived near a lake. It was snowing, which was odd, because it never snows here. Well, actually, in Dallas at the time. <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, basic one knee, that kind of deal. All right, you're gonna have time for one more question if you have anything. No. <laughs> Gavin's had enough. He goes, he goes, no. I love the fact that he said, when you said, "How did you see the future?" He said, "Dream style." <laughs> I mean, as far as like types of premonitions, there's like dream right, style, right, right. and then like no, I don't no, know no, crystal ball. Like you could just say in dreams, but you went dreams. <laughs> it's, like, it's like talking about time travel. Is yeah. it Terminator style? Is it Back yeah, to the exactly. Future style? Well, the audience yeah. loved it, but oh no, never mind. They're just voting on how many people are telling the truth. <laughs> they really only one person right talked. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was right under Sam. Yeah, uh, okay, so you can either go to John or Gus next, and we'll have them remind you before they read. Um. Let me, let me, so Gus's was <laughs> sad story. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm, I'm glad you're laughing. <laughs> Let's hear more about that one. All right, so yeah, Gus, really quickly remind us. I got out of a speeding ticket just by telling the cop a sad story. Okay, so you have 60 seconds to question Gus about that in three, two, one, go. What year was it? It was 99. Okay, how old were you then? 21. And how fast did we go? I think I was going 80. You were going 80. What was the speed limit? 70. And what was the sad story? <laughs> I, had, I had just broken up with my girlfriend in Houston, and I was driving back to Austin. And uh, cop asked why I was driving so fast. I just wanted to come home because I'd just gotten dumped. Do you think you have the kind of face that a police officer <laughs> would take pity on? I think I have the kind of face that a lot of people take pity on. I think, I think he, he, he was probably sad that my one chance at having a girlfriend was over with, and that was it for me. Uh, why didn't you just shut up and pay the ticket? It was a lot of money. I was working at the call center at the time. How was, much was it? I think it was like a $300 ticket. 
That's fair. That's a lot. I was, I was, That's I, worth a break. I was earning like 10 bucks an hour at the time. How long were you together with this person? Uh, four years? Almost four years. Four years? Yeah. So you were a teenager when you got together? It was when I, right when I got to college. So, right when he got to college, four year dated, broke up, speeding to Austin. Sad. Gus. It's okay. It's sad, man. My life's, turned around, my life's turned around since then. So, all right. It Good. gets That's great. You know what? It really has. It really has. Now, look at you now. I'm on a game show, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> look at you now. Which, uh, boy, does that leave us with something here. Uh, John, remind us what yours was. Oh, yeah. All right. I was once mistaken as a gay prostitute by a persistent lawyer. Which, that word persistent is my favorite part of it. Uh, Gav, you're going to have 60 seconds to question him about that. Be careful. And uh, <laughs> starting in three, two, one, go. What was the lawyer's name? It was Stan. Stan what? I don't remember his last name. I just the lawyer. His name was Stan, which is a weird name for a lawyer. How did you meet Stan? I didn't meet Stan. Stan sent a letter to my house. I was living with my parents at the time. I did talk with Stan on the phone later. <laughs> what were you talking about? Talking about that he got the wrong person. Because he was trying to summons me for a trial involving a divorce, and I was not the gay prostitute that was involved with this divorce. Who's divorce? Some couple. I don't remember their name anymore. So it's like a wrong number situation. It was a wrong address and identity situation. He had gotten my name and then thus had gone and gotten my and parents' address. And what was he address. trying to achieve? He's you... trying to summon me to be a witness for the divorce trial. So he wasn't interested? In me as a prostitute? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been. He hadn't seen me yet. Also, I wasn't a gay prostitute. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, that really cleared everything up. John, um, I know the 60 seconds is over, but can you go into a little detail about the persistent part? So it happened a lot? Well, what happened was he sent the letter, so that's like the first summons you get. And so right. then we obviously contacted, like, what the hell this was. We told him, by we, I mean I was living with my parents at the time, so they're also with me on this journey. And so we actually had to call him to tell them that we, they had the wrong person. But... As can happen, I guess, with some of these things, uh, the information wasn't put into the trial or the, 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 the other lawyers. And so he kept contacting, thinking that he still had me. The other lawyer actually contacted me because he also wanted to have questions. And I had to keep telling people, wrong, I'll wrong, 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 prostitute. wrong, wrong, wrong. Yes. <laughs> I am not, John Reisinger, I'm not a prostitute. Change your answering machine, I think, right? That would have been answering machine era because I'm reached old. Yeah. Reisinger's and I'm yeah. a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's everyone's. Amazing fact about themselves. Amazing. There was so much information that I wanted to know, but I was instead asking stuff to try and trip them up, like the name. Yeah. Try to throw Stan, them up. Stan, the well, lawyer. Here, here's the good thing. Uh, there is a post-show to this show in which we'll all uh, kind of sit around and talk about these stories <coughs> a bit more and get some more details about them and learn uh, more about these weird things that have happened in the past. So, uh, Gavin, I'm going to get your thoughts in a second. Audience, this is your last chance to get your votes in. Remember, hashtag zero, hashtag one, or hashtag three, depending on how many people you think are telling the truth. If that's all their stories, or if only one of them is telling the truth, none, uh, or whatever. You know it. Uh, Gav, anything that's total bollocks to you? Uh, nothing is standing out as utter bullshit currently. Um, John has a very interesting life. Um, Daddy does. He's had crazy shit happen. Look at that smirk. Uh, <laughs> Look at that guess. That could if that's easily not have a happened. lie, what you just said. Right. That could easily have happened. <laughs> um. <laughs> Gus's sad story. You love this. I've never seen you, <laughs> you so happy. You just I, like anything that makes me miserable. I, I just feel like, no, I just feel like Gus would, in, would, 
He would just take it. Gus wouldn't want to sit there and like. He was asking to, me what happened. Talk to a cop. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to talk to him. I just wanted to go home. You don't like it when people hear your fast food order. Listen. Why would you pour your heart and soul out to this cop? It was like 30 hours <laughs> of my work. It was like almost a week's worth of work, or I can tell the cop why I was speeding. And what? Guess what? It worked. So now you look like the idiot. I do. And I feel like an idiot, because <laughs> okay. I don't have any idea. What are your um, thoughts on Sam here? Sam, I know Sam the least. Um, so he could be weird. And he was pretty, <laughs> definitely, you know, lying about that garlic <laughs> earlier. Sam's like, oh, I'm weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you knew he was going to say that. That's right. He did fool you with the garlic. Yeah, I've been fooled by Sam, so obviously there's a lot it's of It's not a good reason not to trust me on this round. Like, I mean, the thing is random order picking, so it's just kind of... So he's probably telling the truth. Yeah, there is a one in three chance that I'm telling the truth. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Now, before we get your final answers, uh, audience, it's time to lock down the vote and see what you officially thought of how many people are telling the truth. And it looks like you've overwhelmingly gone with one person is telling their own story right now. Uh, the other two are lying. Okay, so they think that there's two liars and one truth teller. Uh, Gavin, that might influence your vote a little bit. We don't know. So uh, we're going to go down the line one at a time here. So starting with Gus, who told a sad story to get out of a speeding ticket. Do you think that that is the truth? I don't. You think Gus is lying, and do you want to lock that in? <laughs> oh, man. She keeps laughing. He, he, you it's nailed so it when difficult. you said he loves to see you miserable. That's what it's it so is. so difficult. That's what it is. I spent enough time with him on the podcast. Yeah. We were worried about that. Yeah. Told a lot of stories. This but, he, but he would pick a story that would be very unbelievable and out of character. Gus had a lot of stories. Yeah. Say that about this man. I've saved some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was stuff in the bag. <laughs> in, the, in the barrel. I'm going to say that's not true. Okay. So we're locking in. Gus is not telling the truth. All right. Sam, with a limited ability to see the future. Is Sam telling the truth? I want to say no. You're saying no as well. You can go to sleep and do a dream style right now. You know. <laughs> Locking it in? Yeah. Locking it in. I want to say no to this one as well. Okay. I mean, you can. That's an option. So you don't think John's telling the truth. Because here's the thing. He could, mathematically, he could be telling the truth or he could be lying. I feel like I didn't trip him up in any of the questions. Stan was interesting. Stan? Would he have, said, would he have come up with Stan? Stan the lawyer. Stand the lawyer. Kevin Free. Is John telling the truth or is John lying? I'd stand that. <laughs> I'm regretting my earlier decisions. <laughs> I'm going to say he's not telling the truth. You think he's <laughs> lying as well. All right, let's lock that in. That's three lies. But now, Kevin, uh, it means that you have an opportunity um, because there is a fourth point, you know, up for grabs. Because you think they're all lying, Whose story do you think is whose? Who actually told a sad story to get out of a speeding ticket, do you think? <clears throat> I would maybe put that one with John. With John told a sad story? Yeah. Okay. Um, who actually had a limited ability to see the future? Maybe that would be a Gus one. That's a Gus one. And then, uh, Really? Who, that's what you think of me? What did you say? Oh, who was, uh, was uh, a prostitute. Who was the prostitute? Who was that? So you think Sam? Yeah. It would have to be the process of elimination. I feel like Sam. you didn't think through any of your answers because by the time you got to me with deciding whether I was true or false, 
you realized you'd locked in the other end. <laughs> right. I, I Every feel time. like I feel like yours would have been more believable if it wasn't over the phone. Interesting. You've never talked to a lawyer over the phone? All right, all right, all right. It's, it's time to get yeah, into yeah. what the answers are. And I can reveal that the person who actually said a sad story to get out of a speeding ticket was not Gus Sarola. So you got that correct. The person who actually told a sad story was John Reisinger. The person who has limited ability to see the future was not Sam Mitchell. So you were correct there. That, uh, that is actually Gus Sarola. If you're Gus. And the person who um, was a persistent lawyer came out to him as a gay prostitute was not John Reisinger. It was Sam Mitchell. Gavin, you nailed it across the board. Four points for Gavin. Whoa. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> Wow, Gavin screams into the lead right there. I'm gonna, this is my nice little card here that I can write down what's going on. Uh, the audience so the thought one person was telling the truth, which is not <laughs> correct. Which I means, wonder who they thought. Yeah, I, I really wonder. But I mean, put that in the comments below uh, or just go at it in the chat right now who you actually thought was the person telling the truth and all that. I thought John was very believable. I thought they were all it very was. believable. Everyone, really. was, everyone was excellent. You yeah, saw I right was, through it, though. I was blown about away by how good yours was, John. Like, knowing that yeah. was my story, I was like, wow, the lawyer, like, I, that's a great idea. I wasn't sure. Wonderful. I was like, is this John's story? Right. Like, <laughs> it was nothing like how it happened, but fantastic lie. Fantastic lie. Good, we, good. We're going to really want to hear how it happened <laughs> in the post show. We're going to be asking you a lot about that as well. And then, uh, <laughs> your sad story. It was sad. Yeah, you know, it might have happened. I th if I was a cop, I would have letting him get away with that. Letting him, I just said. That's a good Let word. Letting him get away. Um, so at the end of that, it means that the contestant Gavin Free has four points, and uh, the chump is tied right now between the audience and the deceivers at one point. So uh, there's there's still a lot up for grabs here. You know, <clears throat> not really, because normally the next one's worth one point, but we're gonna change that up. So you still have a chance to take this one home by playing a game called What's in the Box. Now, uh, one panelist has a mystery item inside their box, which you can't see. They're built into the podiums because technology. Uh, the other two do not. They have empty boxes in front of them. <coughs> you will have to determine who actually has the item, as will Gavin. And just like the first game, he's got three <coughs> questions to ask each person to get them to go into more detail about if the item is real or not. And then you voting in the audience, same as the first game, hashtag Gus, hashtag Sam, hashtag John, for who you think actually has the item in their box. So in just a sentence, let's find out what these items are. Gus, uh, open it up. There's a little light in there you can turn on and tell us what is inside your box. It looks like a sticky octopus uh, in a bowl of cereal. A sticky octopus in a bowl of oh, cereal? So not a normal object. Oh, no, they're all very <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm sorry. that really caught you by surprise. Yeah, no, they're all very weird. Uh, Sam, please look inside. Turn on your light. Tell us what's in there. Either like a Easter Island face, maybe if I'm being fair, an antique butt plug, and he's dressed up like a spooky Indiana Jones with a mustache. Very descriptive. Very descriptive. Wow. And uh, John, open it up, pop the light on, and tell us what you got in there. It's just a bunch of golf balls glued together. <laughs> glued together? <laughs> what it looks like. All right, so uh, you heard it there. Those are the three items. Gavin, you're going to get three questions to each person. Who do you want to start with on this one? 
Let's start with Gus. Start with it. Gus. <clears throat> right at the front. Whenever you're ready, there's no timer, so go for it. Three questions. <laughs> that was nice. That is true. I don't know if the camera caught that. That was three <laughs> questions, people. No more, no less. <laughs> you did a bunch last time. All right, go for it. And uh, what was it again? Yeah, That's remind us what it was. Question. <laughs> it was a uh, sticky octopus in a bowl of cereal. Yes, and you are, you are allowed to look in your boxes again if you need more information. What gives you the impression that the octopus is sticky? It's like one of those toys you get out of the quarter machine. Oh, did, did they not have those in the UK? You like throw it at the wall and it like the hands climbs uh, down. We had those yeah. hands in the office for a bit. Is the noise they make? I'm not just doing that. And the cereal. Describe the cereal that's with it. Can we say Breton names? Because I think I know what kind it is. Go for it. I think it's in a bowl of frosted mini wheats. Not a sponsor. <laughs> it's a good cereal, though. That's a great like cereal. It, yeah. Not bad. That's a good one. I'm going to ask for clarification. Are these regular frosted mini wheats, is the white frosting on there? Yeah. yeah. Not the strawberry Typical kind kind of or anything? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to are, 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 are there frosted wheats? Because there's frosted mini wheats. Yeah, yeah there's, there's like maxi wheats. Wheat? Are there? Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know. They're like wheat a bit sized. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I want to try that. <laughs> With a big shredded, shredded wheat. I don't think yeah. they sell the frosted big ones anymore. Oh. Well, oh. Yeah. Too much sugar. Too many people lost. died. Yeah. What do you mean too much sugar? There's so much <laughs> sugar in all cereal. <laughs> all cereal is sugar. And then uh, one more question for you here. What color is the bowl? <gasps> it's white with a green, two green stripes around the uh, rim. Interesting. Those are called racing bowls. Interesting. <laughs> stripes that, on uh, there. All right, so that's uh, what we know about Gus's item there. Gav, who are we going to move to next? We'll move on to Sam. Moving on to Sam. Sam, uh, remind us. Oh, man, yours was a whole thing. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> real quick, what was it again? It's like a Easter Island face or butt plug dressed up as a spooky Indiana Jones. You slide that butt plug in, and don't take that out of context. <laughs> what does it feel like? Oh boy, he, he, he can't touch it. No, oh, he's touch never it. touched no, no, it. No, no, okay. no touching the items. Okay. You, get, you get a question yeah, yeah, back. What does it look like? It would feel like. Well, <laughs> it's 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 wood, is why I say antiques. So what it does it like I wood. feel like? That helps you. It's wood. Yes, yeah, wood. I don't know, maybe mahogany. But, <laughs> uh, that one, I'm just taking a swing in the dark, but it's certainly wood. I don't think a swing in the dark is the phrase. I think it's a shot in the dark or taking a swing. So you put them both together, Jeremy. You got a better one. Fair enough. How many questions did I ask Sam already? Just one. Just one. Just one. But is that two? What does it I feel like is what you asked. Yeah, you did answer that question. Yeah, that was That was the second one. Ooh, it was creepy. Can you estimate its length? You are the weirdest person. <laughs> I have, I, we've heard these stories from these guys. I'm guessing about six, seven inches. Just want to see how extreme this uh, butt plug. Thing right, is. yeah, really called the yeah. butt plug into question. That is with the hat. for no one other than yeah. Sam. I just don't want to know anything about this thing. Well, <laughs> in the original thing, you said like it was a. If I remember, you said it was like an Easter Island hag, like dressed up. Or what would you say? You said something else about dressed it. Up like, like a spooky Indiana, Indiana, Indiana Jones. A spooky Indiana Jones. That was it. Um. So he could elaborate on that. I just want, yeah, elaborate on the Indiana Jonesedness of the item. Well, the hat is the main tip off. So just because it's wearing a hat, lay like an Indiana Why Jones is it spooky, hat. Yeah. Then? Well, it's got skeleton pieces. Skeletons are spooky, right? You know, I was wondering why that Indiana Jones. Why are you saying skeleton? That's what they're called. 
Well, all of a sudden, Indiana Jones so spooky. He's got some skeleton pieces. Yeah. That's not. That's not a word. A couple skeletons. The name. So, uh, there you go. Wood mahogany seven-inch <laughs> butt plug with skeleton. Or Easter piece. Island going one statue. To be fair, they're shaped super similar. If you think about giants, that might have been what they were there for. I don't understand where the skeleton pieces came in. <laughs> that's what makes it spooky. <laughs> I like when they're like on it. I'm like, are they, you're out of question. I'm out of question. Qu I'll, I'll allow this. Are they on it? <laughs> like, yeah, they're on it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all you get. All right, uh, John, real quick, remind us. It was golf balls glued together, wasn't Bunch it? Of golf balls glued together. All right, <laughs> you get three questions. Describe the overall shape of this golf ball sculpture. Um. Okay, it's like what do you call this? That game where it was the jacks? Yeah. It's like that formation, like a jack. So like a coming out. I'm, I'm, I'm not asking you that question. Um, how many balls? <laughs> Seven. Seven. Seven golf balls glued together. Seven golf balls glued together in a jack formation. Piece it together in your head. I'm kind of seeing it. Is seven enough to get that? Yeah, well, just like a little, like a... I mean, like a diamond, it's diamond, but because it's like, they don't have a shape, it's just jutting out. You get another question to this man <clears throat> and his golf ball, Jack. I'll throw one in there while he's thinking. It's That's an easy one. Uh, are the golf balls all the same color? N yes, and, they are. And are they all white? No. No. Okay, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not even gonna ask what color they are. I was about to ask him how many different colors of ball, but that I would. I saved you that. Is there anything else you want to know about it, or you could just straight up ask what color they are? What colors of balls, John? They're all red. Red balls. Red I guess that, I guess that would make them like putt putt. Yeah, it's balls. like a mini golf ball. Yeah, not like a top. I don't. I don't know if like regular list. golf balls can be other colors. I assume so. Okay. It's illegal. Yeah, right. yeah I was like, gonna say. It's illegal. You can't golf. You'll be arrested okay. immediately yeah. if you're playing with a red golf ball. I know sports that. so well. Man, people really, really uh, believe in Gus on this one. The audience <laughs> so far. Uh, but Gavin, that is your last question for these items in the box. And I can tell by looking at you and listening that you're no closer to deciphering <laughs> any of it. But um, Here's what I am going to say for the audience. Audience, if you manage to figure this one out, I am going to award you two points for this, Ooh. okay? Because I do want you, you know, we want the audience to be able to catch up if they can because Gavin's so far in the lead. And uh, Deceivers, you know, you already have a chance of getting two points if you fool Gavin. Um, but if you manage to fool Gavin, hey, yeah, you get two points. <laughs> It's all about not losing. Yeah. Oh, okay. You just want to beat the audience at this okay. point, big time. All right, so we're going to get some more information from Gavin, but audience, we're about to close down the vote. So make sure to get your votes in right now if you want to try to swing the tide in any other direction. Gavin, did I about sum it up, what you're feeling right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what immediately stood out to me was that Sam just offered just tons of upfront information, really specific info, and Gus was like, sticky octopus. Mm. Cereal and John was like bunch of golf balls glued together, and I feel like one of those would be the way I would describe it. If I was just looking at shit, I wouldn't just venture all the information. So you're you're deciding if more detail is more or less believable. 
Right. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm wondering if, like, the, the verbal diarrhea is like, oh, I'm being so specific, it couldn't possibly be a lie. Skellington. Skellington, <laughs> shit on the Skellies. side of it, or, or whatever. Um, you know, that's a good thought, you know, and it all, it's going to depend on the person. Some people want to offer more details of the lying, some people want to keep it, you know, a little closer to the chest, and uh, we'll determine that as there's more shows going on. We'll learn that about people, Yeah. I can't wait to see. Um, <laughs> But before we get your final thoughts on it, it's time to close down the audience, vote, and see who you thought actually has the item in their box. And resoundingly, you think Gus Sarola has a sticky octopus in a bowl of mini wheats. Um, in frosted mini Frosted mini wheats. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. uh, I don't want to upset the cereal man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, audience, you're going with Gus. That's for two points. Remember, Gavin, who do you think actually has the item in their box? Is this me locking it in right now? This is you locking it in. I'm going to go with Gus. You're going with Gus as well, agreeing with the audience. Yeah. All right, a sticky octopus in a bowl of frosted mini-wheats. Yeah. That is locked in. Okay, now, for the big reveal, I'm going to count to three, and then you're going to pull the panels away, revealing what is in your boxes. <laughs> reveal in one, two, three. Oh, what hey! the shit? Okay. Still okay, now. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack. He's also got a baby hand. I wish I could have thrown that in. He described it so well. He <laughs> really did. Can yeah. I think it's going to fall apart? Oh, man. Here you go, Gav. Oh, my That's God. you, buddy. Look at that. <laughs> Which, uh... So, the, the, uh, just the plethora of information was the... Was How reality? else was I going to describe just based it? entirely on reality. The that, that was an amazing description. Thank you. Yeah, he's really got... Oh, that yeah. looks, Thinking about your description, that looks dangerous. I don't want to be using that. Yeah. Um, which means at the end of that one, uh, the deceivers actually get two points because the audience, they weren't ready either. Gus, oh. you fooled everyone yeah. on that one. That was very, very well done with the sticky octopus. I, 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 I imagined Good a bowl job. that I had at my house. <laughs> That's, so I had it ahead of time. And, and you, you come up with that before the show, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you, like, you did kind of go a sticky octopus in a bowl of cereal. Like you were thinking of it as you were going. Mm -hmm. I, I assume you're throwing me off. And uh, so with that being the case, the deceivers get two points, which means at the end of that one, Gavin might have the most points, but what's more important is who is the chump. And this week... The audience is the first ever Yeah. <laughs> audience, you gotta up your game, all right? But you can do it next week, all right? 5 p.m. Central Time, live, Rooster Teeth first. And uh, yeah, make sure to tune, tune in so you can play along, all right? But you can always watch this on YouTube. Let us know if anyone fooled you. Let us know uh, who you believed. Show and, us an uh, octopus in a cereal bowl. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there is going to be a post show where we talk more about these crazy facts about them. So that's our show. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time on Chump, everybody. Thanks for the first episode, guys. Yeah, that was well done. Really, really good. <laughs> I love that. <laughs>